0: Coming off a historic regular season and the retirement of a first ballot Hall of Famer. How will the Boston Bruins bounce back? That's coming up in our next season preview on the Locked On NHL Podcast. Your team, every day. Another season preview, Locked On NHL. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Ian McLaren and the host of the Locked On Bruins podcast. You can follow Locked On Bruins wherever you download your podcast. Also free and available on YouTube. The Boston Bruins had 65 wins, 135 points, the most in NHL history. What do they have for an encore? Ian, how are you feeling about this team going into the 2023-24 season?
1: I mean, there's a lot of emotions still for, from last year, the high of uh, that record-breaking regular season, followed by the incredibly disappointing early playoff exit. And um, I think there's no doubt, of course, that the Bruins will regress uh, to what lows or highs we don't really know at this point. And that's probably the biggest question facing this team is how far will they fall from that President's Trophy reign and uh, will they be able to remain a playoff team after having missed uh, out on a chance to make good on that record-breaking run last year and after losing some key pieces here in the offseason?
0: So the storyline, I think, for me and others outside of Boston, we know that Patrice Bergeron retired after such a glorious career and David Krejci soon followed after. Who's, who's down the middle right now at training camp with the Bruins?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Bruins in net and on defense, I would say they're still one of the better teams around the NHL. But if you look at them just uh, in terms of center depth, you'd struggle to see them as a as a playoff team with Charlie Coyle and Pavel Zaka now penciled in as the top two centers. Uh, those guys did play pretty well in those roles in games one through four against the Florida Panthers in the playoffs, but a really small sample size. And uh, there's very real questions about whether those two guys can carry the load in the top six over an 82 game season, much less through a a long playoff run. Uh, They brought in Morgan geeky as well from Seattle. Who's penciled in to play on the third line. Going to be relying on some younger guys, maybe in the fourth line. Um, I mean, best case perhaps they're able to acquire a fide top six guy sometime before the trade deadline and bump Coyle back down to the third line or Zaka to the wing where they're perhaps a bit better suited. But yeah, that's going to be a huge question for the Bruins all season long. So you
0: mentioned Morgan Geeky coming in. Was that the biggest off-season acquisition for the Boston Bruins?
1: I mean, they brought in a bunch of veteran guys on – uh, some pretty low-risk deals. You have Milan Lucic coming back, I guess, ceremonially. That's kind of a big deal just to see him back in black and gold after being away for eight years. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk is another big name who you know, you'd know you be much more excited about if this was five, seven years ago. Uh, the same with Kevin Shattenkirk, who was signed to play defense after Connor Clifton took off to Buffalo. So those guys, you know, past their primes Bruins relying on some veterans on lower deals to kind of keep things afloat. But yeah, if you're looking at guys with a lot of upside uh, geeky played pretty well in Seattle in limited minutes, he came to Boston because he was told he'd get a bigger opportunity. And uh, so, yeah, he's probably the guy that, uh, the off season acquisition to get most excited about uh, here for the Boston Bruins, And how about the most important player on the team? Because yeah, I think you could go a number of
0: different directions in this one. If I'm in gold, the new captain could be an option or maybe the guy who scored 60 goals. Who's most important to the team's success this upcoming season?
1: Well, yeah, that's a tough one. You could go with, yeah. Captain Brad Marchand, who uh, is carrying the mantle taken over from Patrice Bergeron and, you know, Zdeno Chara's leadership legacy ahead of them. Uh, they're banking on Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman being pretty solid together. David Posterdock needs to maintain that level of production. Now that he's making huge money for the Bruins, the guy that I think is most important though, is, is probably Charlie McAvoy. He is, uh, their rock on defense, likely the next captain of the Bruins. Once Marshand hangs it up and, uh, He's been in the Norris Trophy conversation for a couple of years now and for him to take the next step he really needs to yeah improve on his point totals continue to be a solid presence in the uh, defense core. If he can succeed kind of on that first power play unit if he can pop in a few more points and continue to have that presence on the back end I really think he could be a a Norris trophy finalist for the Bruins this year. And if so, they'll be better as a team uh, for it, for sure. So a lot of people
0: are doing their fantasy hockey drafts right now. Is there a potential breakout player on the Bruins roster that could take a huge step forward in production?
1: Yeah. I mean, you could look at geeky who we mentioned. I think you could look at Pavel Zaka, although you could argue that his breakout season was last year when he hit career highs across the board. Uh, If you're looking a bit deeper, you could look at a guy like Trent Frederick, who uh, had a really great year last year, was contributing offensively and could conceivably get some power play time this season. I mean, there's a possibility that we could see if um, we could see him on the, on the second line playing with Pavel Zaka and David Pasternak. If a guy like Van Riemsdyk isn't able to hang on that line. So If Frederick is able to get more power play time, if he's deployed in the top six, uh, he could be uh, a pretty significant breakout candidate for the Bruins. And that's uh, maybe a bit of a deeper cut. If you want to go for a safer breakout pick, go with with Pavel Zaka for sure.
0: Okay, there you have it. Now, what's a successful season in Boston? Because for the last decade plus, it's been Stanley Cup or it's been a failure. Has the expectation shifted?
1: I mean, according to Don Sweeney, the expectation remains the same. Uh, General manager said uh, after the Brad Marchand captain announcement that, yeah, there's no change in expectations. This organization is in it to not just make the playoffs, not just eke in, but to be a competitive team year in and year out. It's a transition year, of course, without Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci in the mix. Taylor Hall is gone. Nick felino is gone. So it's going to be a harder road to the playoffs this season, especially with some up and comers in the Atlantic, like Ottawa and Buffalo. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, a successful season might be. Um, yeah. Getting into the playoffs winning a round, which would be an improvement over last year. Although that might be a, a pretty tall task. Uh, anything short of finishing 11th or 12th from the bottom because they have a top 10 protected pick this year that's owned by the uh, Detroit Red Wings so kind of following just shy of that missing the playoffs and losing your first round pick that would be uh probably the worst case scenario so I mean expectations are that there'll be a playoff team still pretty competitive in the Atlantic and uh like Florida showed us last year, anything can happen once, once you get in there.
0: No team. Under more scrutiny, I think, than the Boston Bruins based on last season. But then you look a little deeper and it's like, okay, they still have the reigning coach of the year. They still have a reigning Vesna winner in net. They still have David Pasternak, who can score at will. And they still have Charlie McAvoy, who you mentioned as a a highlighted player. And he'd be a number one defenseman on just about any team in the National Hockey League. We're excited to see how this season plays out in Boston. And for day-to-day coverage of the team, make sure you're locked on Boston Bruins wherever you download your podcast and also On YouTube. That's been another season preview on the Locked On NHL podcast. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.